Hey, it's time for Priority Pastor. Welcome back to Priority Pastor. This is Darren Ride. Thanks for jumping in. I'm working on a board training for a group of churches coming up next week, and I just built a slide the other day uh, that I've titled Common Governance Bloopers. And I thought, well, there's some nuggets there maybe I should pass on through the podcast. So here's here's some of those bloopers. I think I'm going to call this podcast something different, something a little bit more uh, direct, because I think bloopers might uh, make you think it's humorous, and these things really aren't humorous at all. These are common governance mistakes or uh, maybe a little har- more harshly screw-ups. These are things that cause a lot of trouble. Uh, one of them is... Uh, where the board is focusing on means versus ends. Ends are like the goals, the high-level mission, vision, purpose, which is really uh, the leadership team needs to have clarity on that. Means is how that stuff happens. And when a board of elders drifts into the how, drifts into the means, they can drift towards micromanaging, even to the point where, you know, in some cases I've seen they or the treasurer needs to approve every single expenditure for every ministry independently, which is absolutely nuts and very, very inefficient. That's a governance error. Another common error is when individual elders, individual members of the board kind of run amok. Uh, That is, they exercise individual authority, thinking that they somehow have authority because they are on the board, which is not the case. The board has authority as a unit, when they're meeting together, once the meeting breaks in a proper governance, those individual elders don't carry authority because they're elders. They're like anybody else in the congregation. There's no elder card. There's no you know special authority. Several common mistakes have to do with in relation to the board in relation to the lead pastor, and that is no job description for the lead pastor, which leads to not holding the lead pastor accountable and not evaluating the lead pastor. This is very common. The board as a whole in most structures uh, is the boss of the lead pastor. In some independent kind of situations, sometimes the the lead pastor is the boss boss, but that's typically not a healthy situation. But in general, in good governance, I believe the board as a whole, as a unit, is the boss of the lead pastor, and typically the lead pastor is a part of that board. Now, as lead pastors, we like to flip it around and get them to think that we're the boss of the board. And that's a very, very unhealthy situation, at least to not being accountable, at least to just uh, the individual pastor running amok, which is not a good thing. Another common governance mistake is is thinking that uh, being on a board of elders or directors or trustees, or whatever, that it's about one meeting a month. It's, it's all about having that meeting every month. Well, in a lot of cases, just having one meeting a month, unless you've got a really firmly and well-developed policy governance system, one meeting a month will keep you at maintenance level. And a lot of times you'll just be cycling through problems again and again and again. If you use that meeting every month to develop policy and clarify your ends, your high-level mission, vision, uh, goals, then eventually you'll gain some ground. But eldership is about more than just the one meeting a month. There should ideally be uh, some, some extra meetings from time to time. There should be a retreat. There should be some training. That's all expected as a part of that eldership. And eldership should be really a significant role, a significant commitment. Another common governance mistake is that boards try to direct the staff, the staff who are really uh, supposed to be directed by the lead pastor. And when the board, or typically individuals of the board, try to direct the staff individually, 
Well, that leads to confusion for the staff. Everyone deserves one boss. The board is the boss of the lead pastor, and the lead pastor is the boss of the staff. And if you start getting into the board directing the staff and the lead pastor directing the staff, that's just an untenable situation. It leads to a lot of frustration, a lot of confusion, and a lot of hurt. Now, one final common governance blooper mistake error is where the board sees the lead pastor not fulfilling part of their role very effectively, and they take up the slack and they kind of step in. A very common one is managing the staff. I went into a situation one time where the lead pastor was not managing the staff and the board stepped in and decided they would manage the staff and that led to all kinds of things. In fact, what happened in that situation was that three of the four pastors resigned in a period of about uh, four or five weeks and the church was all of a sudden in transition and I became transitional pastor. If the lead pastor cannot or will not manage the staff, if they cannot, then you can provide some training as a board. If they will not, then probably they need to be replaced. Now in larger churches, often an executive pastor can be hired who works with the lead pastor managing the staff. But do not let that role drift to the board. Otherwise, it becomes a total disaster. These are some common governance mistakes, and I hope you don't see any in your world. If you do, and you want to know how to address them, you're welcome to ping me, give me an email or something. I'd like to speak to that because these are the things I bump into again and again in transitional ministry, and they're very, very common. Good governance is a spiritual issue. Good governance is a spiritual discipline. Governance in the church has eternal implications, and so we got to take it really seriously. Thanks again for listening. Have an outstanding day. God bless you. Press on.